How did we get to this? <laughs> you were trying to say that you can influence people. I think so. I think you can too. frustrated quite quite often Mm -hmm. I think and it's constant learning where that's kind of where I'm saying like bad stress and good stress and like frustration is bad stress where like Mm. I don't I feel like it's useless getting frustrated uh, over things that are not within my control like say when I say things in in my control like for example, recording at a certain time. And I guess this is not really within my control because you could have bailed mm-hmm. um, or something could have gotten broken or whatever. But at least I can direct things in a certain direction. Like I don't have the control mm-hmm. over the outcome. Right. Or whether or not it Because I do. Because, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... You could, I think you can influence mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. within the realm of possibility where you you actually have some sort of influence over something. Yeah. I think that's where I got to take a step back being from control to influence. Influence. You can but I feel an influencer. like you, even influencing is like a certain level of control. I guess so. But it's like what you were talking about before where like once the art is out there it's up for other people yeah. to decide what to do with it hmm. but you can have some influence over like which direction people might yeah take yeah yeah i think that like all art is at its core emotional manipulation right mm. so i think it does come from like a place of i don't know you're trying to express yourself and through that you're trying to have other people feel something yeah you're trying to elicit an emotion Mm -hmm. yeah which in itself is manipulation like Mm -hmm. you said it's uh pretty but it's more on the like influencing side than the controlling side because like i don't know if you're trying to like control people through art you become like a prison architect or something because i i had a argument with my therapist about Mm -hmm. that she was like you can't control how people feel or act yeah i agree but mm-hmm. I can influence them. She's like, no, no, you can't. And I was like, <laughs> maybe she's trying you, to say you can you can incentivize people to act a certain way, <laughs> and then it's in their like within like, their choice to do so or not. But uh-huh. generally, if you incentivize people to act a certain way, you make it easier for them to make a certain choice. Therefore, the the chance of them making that choice. What choice were you trying to get somebody to make? Well, like, for example, making people laugh. Mm-hmm. That's not a choice, though. It is. Choosing to laugh? Yeah. No, I think, like, a real laugh, like, you but almost want to I can, stifle I can, it. Okay, I can go to any show, mm-hmm. and I can just keep a straight face, and I will not laugh. Any show. Is that what you do? No. <laughs> but I'm saying I could. Yeah, you should try it. See see if it's if you're actually paying attention if you can do that. I found that the times that like I have uncontrollable laughing fits yeah. are exactly when I'm not supposed to be laughing. So and I, I don't want to be laughing. Okay. When it happens. Mm-hmm. So every person Okay, I'm trying to explain this. Every <laughs> person has a, a frame. Do they? 
I, th- I think so. Every person has a frame. Uh, uh, like a picture frame? Sure. Let's say a picture frame. Okay. And that picture frame is how they see the world. Like they have a picture mm, of the world like within their frame. Yeah, sure. A lens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every person's lens is different. Mm-hmm. But if one person has enough influence over another person, they can make that other person see the world through their lens and not see the world through their own lens for a short amount of time. I don't think that that's possible. Nobody can really see the world through your lens. I think what happens is that person who you're trying to show them your lens or whatever... Mm -hmm they're still looking through their own lens and then your lens is in front of it. So you're like, look at this, but it's still distorted in the okay. way that like... That makes sense. Their history and their... Even if they've eaten that day, like their context comes first. True, but they still end up looking through your lens even if it's distorted by their own. Sure. But they can choose not to. They can choose not to? Yeah. Like... Okay. Yeah, I think they can choose not to look through your lens, but they can't choose to not stop looking through their own. Through their own, yeah. Okay, uh, so this, this got <laughs> derailed. Um, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, getting psychedelic. I didn't create enough of a, a good enough comparison of what I'm trying to portray. Okay. <laughs> what uh, are you trying to say? What's what's your like main argument here? You're saying that you can control other people. It's kind of like a movie. Say you're you're going to watch a movie. Mm-hmm. If it's a good enough movie, forget about your life. Yeah, you're involved in the story of the movie, mm-hmm. in the universe where the movie's set, in the rules that exist within the movie and the world they're building. Okay. And for the duration of the movie, yeah, you don't exist. But you do exist. Though. You do, but you don't. But I think that like you're enjoying the movie because of who you are. And, like, how you relate to it. Sure. But you're trying to make people not exist through your stand-up. <laughs> or, like, forget about their... I don't know. When I'm watching a movie, yeah. and if I'm into the movie, again, you could say it's influenced by my lens. Mm-hmm. When I see the movie and I'm relating... I kind of get absorbed by the movie. Right. And then, I don't know. But at the same time, like, you're not... You don't see the movie the same way that the scriptwriter sees the movie or the director or the actors see the movie. Yeah. So, like, they, they have a very different experience of what it is. And the person next to you, who's also enjoying it, but it, might have is a completely it different? different experience of the movie, too. Is it very different, though? Like, Because we can say that, um, like, that red looks like that to majority of people because it's a scientific property. We can't even say that. Like, we even can. No, you can't. They've, they've done these uh, studies with, um, I think it's blue and green, and in cultures where they don't have a word that differentiates blue and green, they see them as the same color, and they can't intellectually they can't decipher which is blue and which is green and women apparently see um women in general making generalization here women tend to see a wider array of color Mm. and it's just because we have more words for colors 
it's kind of like you being pattern blindness. Like you just see squares. Hey, no. And I see, I, I see can, houndstooth. I see, where I see, you see squares again. I see plaid. Yeah. It's like where you see red, I might see poppy or scarlet. Which or, is a shade of red. Yes. Yeah. But we'd be able to better pick out, like, I could say that that red is a different color from that red, maybe because I have different words for them. So even then, it's like, depending on how I, you're socialized okay. and how you grow up and um, even like your genetics and what you're mm. born with. You see the world very differently. Interesting. So it's almost like we're in different universes right now. We're in the same room, you and I, but yeah, completely different universe. Wild. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, it's hard for me to comprehend that because I don't know all the words for different reds, but I can see <laughs> all the reds as different reds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how did we get to this? <laughs> You were trying to say that you can influence people. I think so. I think you can too. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> I definitely think you can. I think that we yeah. influence each other a lot. Yeah. Yeah. The I guess, yeah, the tough part is the fact that even the person influencing is changed or influenced by the fact that they're influencing a certain... Exactly. Yeah, it's like the whole, if you look in the abyss. And the, the issue is that, like, the person you're trying to influence has already been influenced by a 100,000 people before you. Good luck. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Good luck trying to make a difference in someone's life. Now I see how you're an existential therapist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was conscious of that choice, and I in my mind I was like, you know what? It's going to feel... The choice made sense. Yeah. You're rebelling against your own self-interest here. I think I did the calculation in my head where uh -huh. I was like, the the discomfort of having to edit out that sound uh -huh. was way less than the comfort of putting my foot on. But I noticed that you took your foot off. I did after the fact because the comfort was gone. <laughs> Okay. I just needed to kind of stretch. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's what that was. So now, are you? Um, so you're saying you're you're dating people, but you're mm -hmm. not taking it too far because you don't want to mm -hmm. fall into a relationship. I don't want to fall into a relationship before I fall in love. Oh. Mm -hmm. How do you know when you fall in love? Oh, you know. Oh, you know. You just like that's all that you are is in love. Okay. Yeah. How do you differentiate like the honeymoon versus love? Oh, the honeymoon? I think the honeymoon is the falling. <laughs> That's that part. And yeah. then like when you're like, oh, now I guess I'm in love. And sometimes you can fall out of love during the honeymoon too. And then you don't fully oh. fall. So you're interpreting love as like you're either in or out? Nuts. Yes. Because I've been reading a lot about this recently and... Most of the books are like, love is not an adjective, it's a verb. It is, yeah. And you can Noun, like, it's a verb, yeah. You can, like, once you're in it, you can choose to maintain it by having... So you have control? ...little yelling matches once in a while. Yeah. And having great sex, that helps. But I think that, like, you can't choose to fall in love, I don't think. Mm. Yeah. Some people in arranged marriages would disagree. 
Yeah, maybe. No. Are you in an arranged no, marriage? No. I wish. Uh, <laughs> it would have made things so much Have you easier. ever fallen in love? I think so. Mm. Yeah. But you think so, you don't know. Well, I don't... I think you would know if you did. You don't want to say you did. Everyone fucking says that. They're like, have you ever been in love? And people are like, oh, I'm not sure. You would know if you were. Yeah, uh, you would. I don't think that's the case. Because love feels different to everybody. Well, what would you know? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So... Okay. You could label something as love, but all it could be is, what's that word? Why won't you say that you've been in love? I'm curious about that question. Because when you say, I think so. Yeah. Why why say, I think so? Because than, at yes. the time, I had maybe a different idea of love than I have now. Okay, what was so your idea at, then? Well, at that time, it was like, it felt good to be around someone. Mm-hmm. I wanted to spend time with them. Mm-hmm. And I wanted them to have a good time as well that was yeah at the time maybe you can feel that way about like a friend you can love a friend yeah love a dog yeah but you're not in love with them right you're not like so loving someone and being in love love. is different oh definitely yeah 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 it's very different yeah yeah like you can feel love for are you are you are you talking about like enamored kind of thing like where you're controlled by love where you can't do yeah, anything you just, you but just love. Are love, man. See, I think that's the. It's just all love. It's I just think like, that's lust, not love. No, that's not lust. Lust. I know lust. <laughs> <laughs> the way your eyes rolled, you're like, hey, buddy. Don't tell me what lust is. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, no, love is different than lust, and it feels different. Okay. I don't know. I think that like. Chasing the dragon of love. <laughs> See, that's where I'm like, I don't think that's love. It is love. Chasing a dragon, love and chasing a dragon are different things. Like, like okay, but chasing a dragon is kind of like it's like a magnetism in a way, but I don't think love uh-huh. has that. It doesn't have that property. Are like you kidding me? The things that like we've done in human history for love, uh, like I think for, it was all for passion, passion, love, passion and love are different things. I think. Why? Why do you think so? They're different things. Passionate they're love. they're kind of okay, but I'm talking about they're related. Love, passionate love, like again, the they're related, of, but the they're but like they're different things. Romance novels and poetry yeah. Yeah. and great songs, mm. like that kind of love, you know. It's not love. It's yes, passion. it is. It's love. It's they're, like I, how can you say it's not love? Why are you the authority on this? You don't I'm even not. know if you've been in love. I I said I think I have. But it's, you don't but even it's know not, what it is. You don't know. Because I know for a fact yeah. it's not passion. I, Why? Because passion wanes. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to, but it does. And I when don't... it does, love comes in to fill in. Passion doesn't wane for me if it's love. I think that love is sustained passion. I think they're related, but they're not the same thing. I think that passion is an ingredient of love. I would agree to that, yeah. Yeah. But you can have love mm-hmm. without passion. I don't want that. <laughs> That's fair. I'm I, saying... I have enough of that. Like, I love my dog like so... that. Actually, I'm very passionate about my dog, too. <laughs> so, I think yeah. um, love as is, it's different from passion. You, mm-hmm. What you're talking about, you're, you said specifically, like, being in love, which yes. is for you... Being in, in passionate love. Yeah. Yeah. Which are different 
things that I'm talking about. What are you the talking love, about? The love love I'm talking about uh. can be among anything and everyone. Okay. Yes. The in love, like the passionate love, it has to be romantic. Uh, it doesn't have to be. Like I was just thinking like, I think I passionately love comedy. Like, I definitely feel like I'm falling in love with it, you know? Okay, yeah. Like, I have to go... No, you're right. Yeah. I have to write. Mm-hmm. And the feeling that I have is like, whoa, it's like all-consuming. Like, if, mm. if something's landing, mm-hmm. you know? That's a passionate love. I wouldn't know about things landing. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're and then, like, we're I in feel, accord on that, yeah. I feel passionate love towards my dog. Like, I just, I see her, and I'm just like, oh my god, I love the shit out of you. You're so cute. I'm just like, I would do anything for her kind of thing. I was reading about that. Yeah. And there's a word for when you're invested into someone emotionally, and that's not love. Wait, what? So when you're investing into someone Mm -hmm. emotionally, when Mm -hmm. you're like, I guess passionate about it, that's not love. It's, there's a different word. What is love then? You tell me what the book said love is. D- different books. Yeah. Just one. These sound it's, like really boring books. Love is just books. The, I like the... the desire for someone to be happy and grow. That's love. Okay. I feel that way for everybody then. I want everybody to be happy. But it, but the other one is there's different aspects of it that aren't necessarily love as we call love. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I think in that aspect, <laughs> I've been enamored. I've been yeah. passionately in love with people. Uh-huh. But for me, that doesn't wanes. Count? It doesn't. It goes away because... I think that's a you problem and not a passion it is. problem. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's one of the aspects that I would like to not come in the way of a relationship. And that's something I'm trying to deal with. Yeah. Maybe it's because you, you're so quick to dismiss passion. As not being love, that it wanes. Like, maybe you have this dichotomy in your head where it's like, this passion that I feel isn't yeah. love. It's lust. And mm. once it goes away and I'm comfortable, I don't feel the passion anymore. But now, finally, I'm in love, I guess. It's like this imaginary state of being maybe. that you're waiting for. And it has to exclude passion for mm. some reason. It doesn't have to exclude passion. It's just... Um... Yeah, I, I do believe that uh, like a beginning stage of a relationship that's mm-hmm. described as the honeymoon stage yeah. is a temporary uh, state that's mm-hmm. that's created by, you know, novelty, yeah. chemicals in your brain and that sort of thing. And yeah, then once, it's the most passionate time. Yeah, I think. yeah. and once that goes away, there's some work to be done. Yeah. And then in a lot of cases But it's it's like a labor of love. Like it's I'm it's I'm not fun work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm against the work that to be done or mm-hmm. that I don't want to do that. I just think mm-hmm. that in a lot of cases that initial honeymoon stage was yeah. quite overwhelming for me. Yeah, because you're out of control. Yeah. yeah. And I maybe ignored certain things that would have been a priority normally. Mm-hmm. Be it personal red flags or like whatever Mm. in regards to what the person does or is like. And then once that wanes, I kind of reassess it. It it doesn't happen as logically, but it's just kind of like, oh, there's these things that I should have seen. Mm -hmm. And now I need to decide if that's something I want to invest 
my time and energy in, yeah. if that's actually a red flag or just like a inconvenience of sorts. And then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're trying to step into love rather than fall in love. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're like, I am making a choice now. Will I love this person? And that's not how it works no, from your perspective. That's not yeah. how it works. Okay. It's, and it's like, I think it's exactly the kind of thing where it's like, you have to be willing to let go of control in order for it to happen. I understand that. Yeah. And I think what I'm doing now is setting up the outside of it kind of more favorably for myself, like certain red flags that normally would be uh not that big of a deal mm -hmm. if i had my stuff handled i guess i'm projecting onto people or like oh they're not like this or like oh they're not set in what's, their career what's a red flag i'm curious what's um what's like no i will not love this person oh well, uncertainty not, that's interesting not, given your... not necessarily not love but like mm -hmm. i would not pursue them romantically yeah so you're not like allowing chaotic to i guess that's that's very interesting. Or like... Mm, chaos is a red flag for you because you want to be the one making the chaos. No. You're the lord of chaos no, no, in no, your no, relationships. No, no. Um, I'm quite docile when it comes to certain... I'm like, I'm, I'm not the crazy guy in a relationship. <laughs> I no, just... but you like to have the, that element of your life under control where you get to pick where the chaos happens, right? And I prefer the... I guess if I meet someone and they're like, I have no control over my life. Mm -hmm. Like any, things just kind of happen. Yeah. Like me. Yeah. 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 That's a little bit of a red flag. Yeah. Because <laughs> I right want to have some level of certainty about my life in the future, mm -hmm. which again, certainty in the sense, I'm not saying like, oh, I want to be hundred percent sure that this is going to happen, but I at least want to like have an idea of what I would like to happen as okay. opposed to someone who's like, I don't know. I'm not saying that's you. No, it is I'm, me. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I yeah. love that being that way. And I think that that's been a problem for a yeah. lot of my partners because they're like, okay, let's start planning. Like we're going to like buy a house and make babies and yeah. all that kind of thing. And like we have to move to the suburbs and all that sort of stuff. And I'm like, I don't really want to. Yeah, I don't either. For me, I would still like to have some sort of plan for the future, but it's not necessarily like the cookie cutter thing. Okay. If we could agree on like certain things, like are we having kids? Are we? Are we? Yeah. Are we buying a house? Are we yeah. traveling? Are we going to live somewhere else? Are we going to be tied to a certain location, or are we going to just nomad that bitch? Or like you know, right. Like, do you have a plan? Like, do you have all the answers to those questions? I have an idea of what would be cool. Okay. But not like a set. No. Okay. Are you looking for a woman who has a set plan? Mm, I, I don't know what I'm looking for yet. Okay. I'm like settling into that right now. Yeah. So it sounds like you, you don't so, know yet either. You're kind of I like don't, chaos land. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where I'm like, I don't think two people like that can coexist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, that sounds like a really good time though. Like imagine how free you would be if you're like, that's how I feel like I'm kind of in that space to meet somebody else who's also like, I don't, Yeah. who knows? The world is a wild and wacky place. Like can't really make a lot of plans as it is. Yeah. What do you want to do tomorrow? You it's know? too much chaos. It's too much chaos. Yeah, because I'm again, like I said, um, I like a certain amount of chaos, mm. and I'm trying to, I'm trying to make. It's kind of like Flappy Birds. 
Okay. Like there's a certain level of chaos that's, I guess, favorable because otherwise I get restless. Mm. But above that, it's like uh, I can't function as well. Right. And that level changes based on what I'm doing or like uh-huh. the tolerance could be higher too where I'm like, I understand that, for example, now I'm focusing on stand-up. It's not a sure thing mm-hmm. for the next whatever years. It, it's unstable. So then yeah. because I want the average to be at a certain level, I'm like, okay, then I need to make sure that my home life is as kind of set and certain as possible. Like my living situation, yeah. whatever. Oh, uh, work. It needs to be kind of stable. Mm-hmm. Oh, this needs to be stable. Yeah. Because if too many things are unstable, I'm like what am i doing yeah yeah that's how it's do you get a lot of headaches no no that's good yeah should i be no i just like <laughs> it's a lot of thinking it just sounds exhausting to be you and like trying to keep <laughs> trying to keep it's the not chaos a, it's not as involved it's not tolerable as, levels and it's not different a, spheres of your life at all it time. sounds like way more than it actually is okay. like it's it's a lot of autopilot yeah i'm like on a floaty down the river okay and then I just kind of look and assume where there might be a rock. And I'm like, I'll go a little bit to the left. I'll go a little bit to the so right. So you're just lightly steering yeah. your floaty. Yeah. But I would like someone who doesn't just kind of close their eyes. And then when they hit a rock, go, oh, shit. I oh, didn't yeah. expect that to happen. Yeah, I don't do that. I'm very aware. Yeah. But sometimes. So you steer toward the rock. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Sometimes I'm yeah. like, let's see what happens so, if we hit this rock. That's what I'm saying. Like, I would... But then I would also not be surprised when I hit, like, I'll steer toward the rock uh-huh. with a clear idea that, like, it'll rock the boat. Yeah. And when it, when the boat rocks, I'm like, I, I knew this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. I have an idea of what to do next. Right. But I've met a lot of people that would steer toward the rock uh-huh. where I would be talking to them and I'd be like, hey, I think there's a rock coming. Yeah. And they're like... That's tomorrow. Or like, no, there isn't. And then they'll hit the rock Uh and their life is just... Shattered. Shattered, exploded. And they're like, my boat is sinking. And I'm like, no, it's not. Like, you just need to do this and that and that. I think at this point I have like a titanium boat. Yeah. Or it's like, it's not even like a boat anymore. It's like a hovercraft. For me, it's like a a bouncy boat. So I'm like doing jumps off these rocks. Okay. So you're you're accelerating yourself through the rocks. That's interesting. For me, I like I'll hit it and then I'll like bounce to the side and be like, "Oh, that was kind of fun, a little rocky." Yeah, Yeah. I can take it. Let's keep going. That kind of thing. Not like I can't hit a a A rock. rock. I need to make sure my eyes are constantly on the course. Uh, Is that a rock? Is that a rock? Oh my god, is that a rock? Mm -hmm. Like not like that at all. I I have an idea or at least a perceived idea of where a rock might be. I'm just scoring those rocks. Uh, <laughs> You're always looking for rock, man. <laughs> we're in Vancouver. We what don't else? drink, but always looking for rock. So I, I yeah, I get uh, how. I think I'm just I'm analytical in the background, uh-huh. where I've done that overthinking for so long that I can just kind of. Are you having fun? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's. I, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, um What's fun for you? Uh growing my boat and uh Growing your boat? Growing. Oh, growing your yeah, boat. Growing my boat. No, but like in real life, what's fun oh, for you? Oh, oh, oh. Um 
I like to, well, stand up is great. Perform, I like to write mostly is fun. I like to put myself in stressful situations where I can actually get through. Sounds like hitting rocks, buddy. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. That, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I like to see what rocks I can hit and handle it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then I like to, ooh, especially fun is to anticipate what's going to happen uh-huh. and then do something and then see if what I anticipated is actually close to what happened. So you like to predict things and then have sort of. your predictions come true? Yeah. That's interesting. Have you ever, like, predicted a major world event and it came came to fruition? Every now and then I look at a, at a plane flying by and I'm like, what if it crashes right now? <laughs> oh, is that why you were so no. excited about no. the helicopter earlier? <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I mean, I do that, but you it's You said not, somebody's dying. Yeah. Yeah. Because the helicopter was flying. Through. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're predicting. Not that big of a scale. I don't care about the world. Mm. Yeah, there's you don't care about the world because <laughs> it's out of my control, and okay. the things that are in my control. Uh, you don't care about things that aren't in your control. Mm. You're never, ever, ever gonna have a partner. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I mean. Okay, you can't I guess care about her if she's fuck. not in your control. <laughs> That's not what I mean. Okay. Uh, I care about people in my life. <laughs> I care about the things that they care about. Do you? You yeah. sound exhausted saying that. No, I'm I'm exhausted saying that because I, it. I feel like there shouldn't be a need for me to say that. <laughs> that's sorry. why. No, no, no. That's why. Yeah. It's just I've never heard somebody say like I don't care about the world. I mean, you know. But you live here. Yeah, I care about the environment I'm in. Uh-huh. But like, how big is your environment? Is it like? Within arm's oh, reach a, of you, or is it like it depends on on the room the other. you're in? Because I feel like extending the environment that I care about uh-huh. is adding chaos to my life, right? So it depends Things on you the, can't control. So yeah, so it depends uh-huh. on other areas of my life. If everything else is handled, then my reach of how much I care about my surrounding increases. So you care about whatever is in your like wingspan. No, it, again, it depends on oh. like if everything right now. Like I was, um, I was stressing about finding a place to live. I was mm-hmm. stressing about recording mm-hmm. on time and editing on time. I was, I was stressing about finding a job, uh, getting a car, mm-hmm. even like the show I run, yeah, like all those things. So, did I care about the like who got elected mayor in Vancouver? Like a little bit, but not yeah. enough. Not enough. Like I went and voted, but I didn't really. You weren't upset. Like that's yeah. Because you voted for Ken Sim. No. <laughs> I, I literally... You love the cops. The level of care I had was... Uh, I was like, I have to vote mm-hmm. because I know a lot of the people that are very passionate about this. Yeah. And I trust those people, so mm-hmm. I should vote. And then right. I just asked Megan. I was like, who, who do I vote for? And she was like, these, 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 because of that, that, that. I'm like, okay, I relate to those things. Yeah. I'll, I'll go and vote. That's the level of care. Okay. But I didn't like check on the results right away or right. I did check on the results right away. Uh, why am I lying? Uh, I didn't like follow every like message that each candidate left or like whatever. Right. Cause I had a lot of chaos in other areas. Yeah, so but once that's settled and if there's anything else, like I'll, I'll look into it. Right. In, in that way. Okay. Cause 
caring is energy consuming and I only have so much energy to spend. And how do you want to spend it? On things I care about. (laughs) That's a loop. On (laughs) things that are important to me. And it's kind of like the hierarchy of needs, Mm -hmm. you know, the the archaic whatever. They're saying that those are only important if they're not met. Mm. That's why it's outdated because there's way more to it than just that. Yeah. But people that say that are coming from the place of privilege where all those are met. Yes. Like you go to a person that doesn't have their need for shelter or food. See, I don't think that's actually true. Like I work with people. I'm doing research with Mm. people who don't have those needs met. And they don't care. No, they care a lot. About, oh, uh, about the world stuff outside of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like they might not have a place to live, Yeah. but they, they care quite deeply about the results of the election mm. and they care. Well, cause it affects them in, in that certain. And they care about their area. neighbors and they care about the work that we're doing. They care like about the research. Mm. So I don't know about the hierarchy of needs because I think that it assumes that Hungry people don't have a need for meaning, and I think that they do. I think that sometimes the only way that we can survive having our basic needs unmet is by trying to meet those I don't know. bigger needs. I don't know. I think I feel like if someone is on the verge of dying from starvation, and yeah. you're like, hey, do you want this food, or mm-hmm. do you want me to see you as a person right now? Mm-hmm. They won't be like, I'll die from hunger, but I want you to see me as a person. I, I have feel you, like have you I feel like they'll have you eat read first. Man's Search for Meaning? Uh, it's on my list. It's, yeah, it's yeah. kind of about that. Victor Frankl. I, yeah. I literally looked into it like three days ago. Oh I was yeah, like, I he's it like one of the the first existential therapists, mm. and he he writes about um, one of the one of the only ways that we can really be free is to choose to be free. In those moments when we have nothing else. Hmm. I agree. I just think that we have still some animal stuff left over in oh, our absolutely. DNA. That kind I of... think animals want meaning too. Whew. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. No. I, I and... have some blue Gatorade. Yeah. I have to be so bad. Episodes like these uh, are, are interesting because um, it gets deep and, you know. It's not... Yeah. It's hard, deep. It's going to be really boring. That's okay. I I mean, like, yeah, there's aspects of it that are entertaining to listen to, but Mm -hmm. I want to um, build more than just, like, a couple of silly laughs. And that's kind of going back to when you said, like, do you enjoy this? Mm -hmm. One aspect of it that surprised me, and I didn't really... Uh, well obviously it surprised me because I didn't expect it but it was like a good surprise where people were interpreting certain episodes a different way or Mm. like getting different value from it than I expected Mm. like someone would message me saying hey um, like that last episode when the guest talked about that experience like Mm -hmm. I had that same thing and it actually it feels good to hear someone talk about it because I'm not the only one that experience that or like I'm facing something similar and I didn't know how to act and Mm -hmm. them talking about it and talking through and you asking questions and trying to figure out why they made that decision made it easier for me to make that decision. So it's a way to influence people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an an influencer. Yuck. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> not dressed like that, you're not. That's all right. So we're, I'm gonna how how are we gonna do this? The whole do I just find a piece of clothing and message you and you go yes no or what like you go to like thrift stores yeah and see what speaks to you okay because every time i do something speaks to me but it also reeks to me and i'm like uh yeah, this... you can fix them yeah oh yeah? Yeah, yeah yeah you can usually clean things okay cool something that speaks and this kind of spoke to me which is boring what uh, does it say that i'm comfortable that comfortable's I'm... good yeah so i i think it's just this is making up for chaos mm. so i'm actually excited for the next few months because it's supposed to level out in certain areas and then you can start dressing more chaotically what uh yeah i'm gonna start dressing more chaotically i'm gonna you can get piercings my stand-up is gonna be a little more chaotic i think how or, so because i feel like because there's chaos in those areas i tried mm. to stay comfortable and stand up so i wasn't um, really pushing anything or i wasn't really trying anything stuff. yeah yeah just to kind of manage yeah i hate when that happens it's not fun but i see it as something i yeah necessary yeah, yeah. it's a sacrifice that to to be able to be chaotic and grow in it later, mm-hmm. I have to put a little bit of a damper on it now, right? For it to survive. Yeah, I took a break a couple of weeks ago for a week. First, I was like, "Oh, this is really nice," and then I was like, "Really, like, yeah. I need to." Get I haven't taken there. a break like on purpose. It would just be like, "Oh, there's no shows," like, and yeah. I didn't really write anything, so I'm not gonna go to a mic, that oh, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's been a while since I've like. I'm not doing stand-up for a month. A month? Or whatever. No, no, no. I'm saying like... <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. But I've been doing it for four years now, so it's a little... Well, it's the longest break. I guess COVID was a break. No, I was doing the shows in Taiwan the whole time. Oh. We didn't have COVID, so live shows the whole time. Wild. That's why I stayed, yeah. Mm, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, so it's real four years for you. Yeah. yeah i was thinking about it i'm like do i add a year and a half to it just because <laughs> everyone says everyone counts covid no people would hate you if you did that yeah they would yeah. it's very pretentious um anyways thank you so much for doing this colin thank you for having me yeah. and indulging me in a lot of semantic debates about the nature of love and passion and no that was fun uh, and again i i'm talking from my own experience and I'm not a scholar in any way, or in that aspect at least. Mm-hmm. Ask me something engineering-wise, I might be able to answer, but like you said, emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Love math. And I think yeah, you have great stories uh, on your and, and posts on your Instagram in regards to like dating and stuff like that, which... Oh, do I? Yeah, like the, the stuff you post with Bumble and mm. like... <laughs> snippets of your of your chats on bumble it's kind yeah. of fun to read every now and then it again i'm very close to relapsing i see that and i'm like ooh, i could have a good chat on bumble too if i just download yeah. it and um why aren't you doing it because i see no purpose what do you mean no purpose i like, i don't like... i don't see how it would serve me at this point fun it's fun there's time for fun <laughs> and it's not right now no fun allowed i do things that are fun uh, but that uh, right now i think i have a compulsion for dating oh 
Interesting. I was uh, when I was in therapy, I was talking to my therapist, and I was like, "Do I have a sex addiction?" And she was like, "I would call it more of a compulsion mm-hmm. at this point." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, "Okay, cool." So um, it's almost close to like an addiction type of right. behavior. So right. I'm like, "Oh, I I shouldn't." So then it's not really fun. It's no. Like, yeah, it's like I have to do this. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of uh, I want to look into why and what's driving it and I also it's been what like three years since I've been in a relationship and I feel like I've done quite a bit of growing but there's still a certain I've like laid off of it because I wanted to focus on different aspects of my life Mm -hmm. and now they're kind of getting handled so I'm gonna go back into figuring out what's what's what look under the hood for a sec and then uh, look under the hood like a car. Oh, your hood. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like an engine. Hey, type. You're talking I'm about a car guy now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then essentially uh, kind of be open to falling in love. <laughs> in a very controlled manner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Okay. Bye.